0: coming in next year uh outside hitter is not really a concern for nope. csu with brianna runnels returning yep. not only not only her you also have ellie gubser you have madison bowles who yeah um, did not play a ton she was a freshman last year it's a sophomore. I say very young so yep alana but guys is a middle middle blocker true uh, colombo could move over potentially blocker yeah, slash opposite
1: yeah she hit oppa last year yeah, so Reynolds coming back is the big one because um, I feel like if you just had her and someone who could set it to her, which I think Zimmerman can do, then I think you've already got an average team, right? Like that alone yeah. makes you average, um, if nothing else. And then you add all these other pieces around, right? Columbo. Romeliotis. Th- Romeliotis, right? Yep. She really made this team way stronger. Um, who was the who was the Libera before her? It was Maddie something, yeah. right?
0: It was kind of a weird year. It was Amanda Young. Amanda Patty Young, Rose, that was it, yeah. And Olivia Nicholson.
1: Yeah. So having stability in that role really improved this team. And I think that, that Romeluota's staying again, that, that's just another piece, right? So now you've got a setter who can give it to, to Runnels, and you've got some nice defensive capabilities. Now you're already above average, right? Like, just alone. You're already above average, right? So now it's all about those other pieces, right? Like, can Colombo step up in the middle? Can you uh, really trust Maddie Bowles on the outside, right? Like, is she going to be the girl, right? Is she going to be the woman that steps up in that in that spot? Um, these are the questions that are going to be answered in off-season training, right?
0: Yeah, which is really going to be stunted, which is the worst time. Yeah. Uh, that could be stunted for Coach Hilbert, but, you know, being a great coach, I'm sure that he's Doing what he can, um, as, as much as he can. Uh, some other players that are really gonna be important coming in next year are Jenna Heinemeyer, a senior. She'll be a defensive specialist. Uh, Brooke Hudson, uh, she was a. Oh, Brooke Hudson. Yeah, specialty. that's oh, another huge piece. Well. Yeah, no,
1: Brooke that's Hudson, big.
0: As a true freshman, starting as a defensive specialist, what did she mean to the team court?
1: Well, it's one of those things where you think of volleyball players as a certain body type, right? They're they're tall and they're lanky, right? She was neither of those things. She was no. she was short and she was always on the court, and it's because she is so good at saving balls that look like they should be spikes. Like they, they look like kills, right? And then you yeah. look and she's diving. She's on the ground. She's getting there. And Just, you're like, no, wait, oh, yep, all right, makes sense. And you see that enough times, and you're like, you can't take her off. Burk Hudson needs to be on the court.
0: Yeah, you you can't. She's very important. She's a firework of a human being Mm -hmm. where she's exploding across the ground. She's exploding, uh, you know, at a 45-degree angle. I saw her jump. I'm sitting at the media desk, and she Mm -hmm. jumped to the point where her knee was past the table. Yeah. And she landed on it. And Ouch. I don't even think myself being a good, you know, six, seven, eight inches taller than her. I don't think I can get my knee that high. <laughs> well, and my that... knee is high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the problem though. is She needs
1: to take those those bumps with both feet on the ground, uh, yeah. and that's that's something that we've talked about uh, quite a bit in sure. the past. Oh, is that's
0: something that really riles Coach Holbert up.
1: Yeah, right. we we were close enough. Uh, He can hear us. We can hear him for sure. Uh, So we kind of know certain things that that bother him, and that's a big one uh, that he really doesn't like. He also doesn't like when she hesitates on those little um, tip kills, the ones that just go over the block. Uh, She's had a tendency to wait on those a bit, and that's another thing that that she is working on, that Hilbert and, and her are working on. But as a freshman, those two things are very fixable. So oh, yeah. all, of, all of the raw kind of athleticism is, is there, the technique will come, right? Those are things that, and she's got a lot of time. But imagine this podcast right now, three years from now, right? Yeah. Like, what are, what are those people going to be saying about Burke Hudson? Potentially things that we're saying about Nicholson or um, Like right now, right? Like the fact that they're versatile or the fact that they're so core to the team, right? But it's impossible to know that ahead of time.
0: That absolutely is. Um, One last thing I want to mention, uh, jacques Yvonne Lifta also comes Ah, back. She will be a junior. She has barely played. um, A bit of that, the the Jessica Jackson uh, kind of upbringing where she just hasn't had the the room to play.
1: Yeah, she's tough. So I've had the the privilege to sit in on a couple of practices for for one thing or another, um, and I've had a chance to kind of see everyone play, so I know that that she's very skilled. Uh, I think, as everyone can assume, uh, they're on a D one club, so yeah. there's no there's no slackers, right? Um, but it's really tough to tell kind of strengths and weaknesses in a practice when they're playing kind of against each other, because it's one of those things where she's on the scout team, so she's she's supposed to get blocked a lot, right? That's the point, is that she's practiced for them to be able to block the real people. So I, I don't know. Um, I, it seemed like she was always in the right spot. I never really saw her get yelled at. So I, I think that it sounds like she's smart, and she'll be able to step right up.
0: Yeah, no, you're completely right. I think this is a, a team that has a fair amount of experience without having experience, which sounds a little difficult right. to, to comprehend You know, when you think about uh, people like Jaki Von Liefde who have been on playoff teams but haven't played, it's kind of the Aaron Rodgers effect from the NFL. And I wish oh, exactly. I could draw from a professional volleyball league. But, <laughs> but it's not another episode. Ah. That's not a thing. Yeah.
1: I hate it. Yeah. It's so frustrating. Well, it's tough, right? Because you, yeah. you, yes, you get the experience of traveling to a playoff. You get the experience of warming up for a playoff game. But then you don't get the experience of playing in a playoff game. And she doesn't even really get the experience of watching a team win in a playoff game either, right? Right. Um, So you do get a bit of experience, but you, you don't get it all. And what you do get hopefully translates, but it also might not. So it's tough. But you did get to see and play against people who are very good, which inevitably will make you better.
0: Oh, Absolutely. Uh, so that brings us to our, our final kind of topic on CSU Volleyball, for now at least, and that is their playoff history. Mm-hmm. So in my time here at KCSU, which is, of course, five years, I've seen them go to the the playoffs multiple times. I've traveled with them multiple times, and I have mm-hmm. yet to see them uh, do anything really yeah, of, first. of, of subs, substance. Yeah. Um, they did get a win, uh, yep. not, not last year, but the year before. In Stanford, they got a win against Michigan, and then lost yeah. to the number four seed Stanford, which is of course understandable. Yeah, Stanford's gonna a to monster, someone. and it's the number four seed. If you're going to lose to someone, number four seed is not a bad way to do it, but it's it's very upsetting that that you know these teams look so good, but are are able to do nothing.
1: Yeah, this particular season was. Per, um, a little bit more heartbreaking for me specifically because I had researched uh, the Gamecocks beforehand and they had a record of like six and six against ranked teams going like, or six and six on the road or something like that. And they had only, um, they hadn't taken a single set against a ranked team. They were like Owen's 15 um, in terms of sets against ranked teams and CSE was a ranked team. Uh, They even had like match point like four times in a row, and just watched it slip away into a loss. So it was tough. Um, those are lessons you can't learn anywhere else, though. So these Van Liefda's and gubsters will learn that. Um, but it's still it's still tough. And I really think that team could have gone and made a
0: splash. Yeah, I could have I could have seen it as well. And it's it's like you said, it's just heartbreaking to watch when you know this team looks so good and then can't perform against the team that. You know, they, by the numbers, should be. And and even in times where they're playing up against a, a school that's better, like when they played mm-hmm. against Tennessee. Uh, sorry, that was the year before. The yeah. One, the, the win against Stanford was two years ago. I know. It's um, not even
1: like the Gamecocks were ranked like 37th in the nation right. or anything. It was, I, I think they were unranked even.
0: They were unranked. Uh, and when you look at the teams like Tennessee that, that they ended up losing to. Mm-hmm. They, they were technically supposed to win but it was probably the closest matchup you could possibly get right uh, as, as CSU in that situation so it's just it's hard to comprehend how they are, are unable to perform mm. in the playoffs and how that's any different than beating you know say an Oklahoma or, or a Michigan in the regular season or a Florida State
1: playoffs are different baby yeah oh, they are always are
0: and, and coach Hilbert has had success oh, yeah. in the past. And I, I was wondering, you know, maybe he's just like an Andy Reed type coach and doesn't have playoff success. He's mm. had plenty of playoff success. It's just been a good five, 10 years.
1: Mm, gotcha.
0: Well,
1: here's hoping uh, for CSU's sake that, that his kind of drought, or if you even want to call wow. it that, uh, comes to an end here as all these, these fresh new faces come up.
0: Yeah, that, that would be, that would be ideal. Um, when you look back at, at Coach Hobert's career, not only has he been you know, amazing in it from CSU, he's gotten to these results, and this is from 1997, so I'm, I'm just going to skim it. them. He's gotten to the quarterfinals, quarterfinals, semifinals, Ooh. semifinals, first round, semifinals, first round, quarterfinals, first round, quarterfinals, quarterfinals, quarterfinals semifinals, quarterfinals, quarterfinals. quarterfinals. First round, first round, semifinals. First round, first wow. round, second round, first round, first round. So, so just
1: recently, a yeah, lot of semifinals. A lot, a lot of semifinals in there.
0: He has gone to the semifinals once um, since 2009. Mm. That was the, the the second time he would have done it. Uh, since then, he's been to two corner finals and been out of the first round just three times, including those two quarter finals uh, and uh, second round appearance <sighs> in 2017.
1: Yeah, so honestly, you're right. It's, it's just kind of a recent thing, which is crazy because the, those years where there was kind of first round, those are when all these uh, major stars were all on the team. Yeah. Weird. It shows that it's more than talent that gets you through the playoffs.
0: Yeah, really, it's, it's puzzling to, to wonder why you know he's had two all-time kill leaders in these last six years or so. And, and he hasn't been able to, to get past it. And it really just comes down to uh, overall team composition. Defense uh, was a problem a, a couple of years ago. It's not so much anymore. Right. But uh, Adriana Colbert was on the team the last time he went to the semifinals. Adriana Colbert is currently uh, the assistant coach here at CSU. Yeah. Uh, Colbert, so she was on the team when I first started calling games in 2015. And. The sports director at the time had given her the nickname Lebron, because she was prone to triple doubles. <laughs>
1: uh, what a nickname to have!
0: Yeah, uh, triple doubles in volleyball. Is it like what is that I
1: even? Mean, it's kills, blocks, and assists.
0: It depends on the uh, on the game for her. Um, I watched her was it nearly digs? get a quadruple double. Yes, uh, it was with kills, digs, and blocks. Assists wow. were at I believe nine whoa that's who
1: who gives blocks and assists that much yeah because those are the two weird ones right because you could see like kills and maybe digs right that one you could see um blocks and assists so that's a weird combo
0: yeah it's you know uh, olivia nicholson type of of stat line just right where nicholson would have five kills five assists five blocks right uh, and, and seven digs or something Right. You're like, wow, that's very versatile. Yes. She's doing it on double the scale. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, twice as much. That's which is just baffling. Yeah, that that just shows that everybody in volleyball kind of has their own place. Um, yeah. And it's all about making them work together. So. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. If...
0: Yeah, no, it's it's just wild to see, but it's great that she's back. She went. Uh, and played beach volleyball in South Carolina with the Gamecocks. Interestingly enough, wow! Um, before she, uh, you know, was a coach for a couple of years, and now she has come back. Uh, she was a coach at UNC, so she's she's been in Colorado for some time. But this was yeah. her first season as assistant coach here at Colorado State. So I'm sure it's great for her to come, to come back. Her, yeah. yeah, great experience to to give to the players, uh, just from a you know former player perspective.
1: Yeah. I don't think that anyone, um, no matter how, how much game knowledge you have, I think that having someone on the staff who's been there before gives you just so much more to draw upon, even if it's just, like, interpersonal, right? Like, oh, man, doing all this schoolwork is really hard while also being an athlete. Like, she knows. She did the same schoolwork, and she played on the same team, right? So... I think that gives you a crazy amount of value, yeah. even if you're not talking about just in game, which I'm sure is yeah. a lot of help as well.
0: Yeah, you know, like you said, she could even, you know, say, "Oh, I know that teacher. I've had right. that teacher exactly." Um, which you know, it's something that you know you don't consider when you're talking about professional teams or anything like that. But that's a huge, a huge difference. Just having someone that you can relate to as a player is enormous.
1: Right help create that bond that team that teamwork there like everyone's in this together everyone's been through this together right and i think even it's one of those things where she could be like man i know hilbert's being tough today too if she has to right and that can be a thing that really draws people together
0: yeah you know the to, to steal a quote from michael scott in the office sometimes the thing that brings everyone together is hating the lunch lady so if a if a assistant coach can hate the lunch lady with you that's huge
1: yeah, I, I think that really is a good job of, of kind of expressing the, the importance of, of, of all that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Colbert is a huge piece coming back. Um, and like we were talking about with Coach Hilbert, he's the kind of guy who, who will remember things that he has discussed with, with Colbert, and, and he can apply them to other players as well, using Colbert as a tool to do so
1: hmm yeah I agree I think I think that just kind of goes to show all the strengths that that he has and that, and that this team has um and yeah right now things are crazy but it doesn't mean that it's not crazy for everyone right so just because right. it's bad right now it doesn't mean that you're behind because everyone's going through the same thing so I think that uh, well everyone will go out of the other side kind of the same spot that they would have been right I don't think that bad teams are going to be Much better, but I also don't think that great teams are going to be worse, right? So I think that because everyone has the same will have kind of the same amount of time, they'll be allowed the same amount of things. Like right now, I know that rookie camp for football NFL is starting up, and it's all digital, right? It's literally like a guy sets up a squat rack in your house is what the rookie camps are kind of like right now, and you make it work, right? And I think that's that's kind of what's going on right now, and I I'm more than confident CSC will be will be all right.
0: Yeah, being a guy who has been around for so long, you could very much see Coach Hilbert having a bit of a problem switching to this digital mm-hmm. uh, aspect. But I've seen him do multiple interviews um, with Brian Roth and, and etc. Um, I've seen him. They're they're doing a camp that they do for um, you know kids in the area. He's doing that digitally, so that's very encouraging to see mm-hmm. that you know he's able to make that jump a little bit.
1: Yeah. No, it's. It's important. It's one of those things where I think if you started and you were like, ah, I I hate this kind of Zoom meetings and and all this, I I won't do it. You're going to miss out on a lot of great potential. And honestly, if the whole world changes after this, I won't be surprised because it's just kind of seeing the value that all these kind of digital meetings have. I, I think that it won't change all the way like this. I don't think that's Likely, but bits and pieces, right? And if you if you become better at technology now, and you can incorporate that into your coaching later,
0: then why wouldn't you, right? Right. Yeah. No. I. I that well said. Well said. Um. Uh, so this team, Corey. Final mm-hmm. thoughts on this team.
1: Final thoughts. I think that. Um, we were going to talk about dynasties today, Nick, and I think that we could still do a different podcast on those if we wanted to. But one thing I wanted to touch upon is that the the value of a dynasty is that it's something that you watch, and it's always fun because cause you've always got that chance that, like, oh, this could be the year that, that they're going to make it, right? And a lot of teams have that hope, right? But a dynasty gets the value of it being, like, less of, like, a far-fetched hope and more of, like, a I believe this team will be good because they've always been good before. And I truly believe, yeah, I truly believe that they will, uh, that this team is a dynasty. And, yeah, a lot of pieces may be going away, but I truly believe that this team will be special, and I'm excited to see what they do.
0: Well, and when you look at dynasties, they always have, you know, someone at the helm Mm -hmm. that is consistent throughout. You know, players, whether you're pro or in college— uh, they they you know get old they retire they get older and move on mm-hmm. because they have to. Uh, when you look at teams like Alabama, they've got Nick Saban. When you look at teams like New England, they've got uh, Bill Belichick. When you yep. look at teams like Golden State, they have Steve Kerr and even S- Stephen Curry. For now, um, um, Steph Curry has has been kind of that guy who's consistent yeah. for them, though he's just a player. That's big that impact is player. Huge. Yeah that that there is something consistent and that something consistent for the rams is far and away coach hilbert he has been oh, coaching yeah. at colorado state since i was born yeah. yeah that's some experience yeah that's 23 years at colorado state alone yeah um when you look even further back he's been coaching since 1987, when he was the assistant coach at Oklahoma, first head coaching gig was 1992, uh, which, that's <laughs> a o- long time. Ago.
1: Yeah, it's older than me, the grandpops of KCSU. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: that's that's a long time. Yeah. So, and he has never missed the NCAA tournament as a coach.
1: Yep. Knock on wood with that one.
0: In Idaho, he was there for four years. Um, he went to the first round twice in the quarterfinals twice at Oklahoma as an assistant coach. He went to the regional finals and the first round. That's that's success. Oh, yeah. He has never not been successful.
1: It's true. It's true. So, yeah, things might be crazy now, but we're going to be all right.
0: Yeah, I, I think if there was ever a person to have at the helm, it would be Coach Hilbert. I have absolutely zero... Concerned that he will find a way to make this team successful.